old listeners? The tabletop hobby is full of badass femmes with equally badass stories to tell, and you can behold them in Behold Her podcast. Every episode centers around a theme, like accessibility in gaming or decolonizing Dungeons and Dragons, and features several interviews and an audio story. The goal of Behold Her? Demonstrate that the femme gamer experience is as rich and diverse as we are as individuals. So join us. Listen to Behold Her wherever podcasts are free, or check us out at patreon.com slash beholdher. You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the femme explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! Where are you? There you are. Welcome back to my screen. Welcome back. It's I missed you in those 30 seconds. I know, I could tell. <laughs> and welcome back, <laughs> listeners. I didn't miss you. I did, because I have some codependency problems that I'm working on. Fair, fair. And this is Femsplained, <laughs> a codependency <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it's it's where Avalon and I work through our codependency mm-hmm. and I work through my codependency on, um, uh, I don't know, the vague random strangers that listen to the podcast. I actually find that this whole project has been more enabling than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not actually helping us quit the, any of yes. that yeah no yeah definitely not but um, i don't know why i said that yeah femsplained is a codependence only podcast where mm-hmm. two queer femme codependents have the mic yeah and <laughs> everyone whether you are stable or codependent yes. are able to listen laugh and learn with us exactly <laughs> um so what do we do this what do we do now? We just do we just jump right into this fucking... is why you get mad at me because this is the part where you're supposed to ask me <laughs> what did nerd culture? Oh, do Diana, for what me did lately? what did nerd culture do for you lately? <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, Stardew Valley updates. Oh, thank you. Uh, I have a baby now. What? He's crawling. <gasps> yeah. What's his name? Is it Robin? It's Dill. Oh. Because I wouldn't give him Robin's name. That feels too much like having like a voodoo doll or something. That's fair. That's fair. Like if I stop playing the game, like I can't, I can't, I, I can't deal with that kind of stress. I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, it's because my name in the game is Dylan and I named the baby Dill. I thought it was cute for something. Is it Harvey's baby? It is. Diana. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. It's like fucked up what you're doing. <laughs> What, having Harvey's baby while I traipse around town? Well, just <laughs> just for... stringing him along. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the time's not right. That's for sure. Well, it's not going to get any more right now that you have a baby together. Uh, he'll get over it. I heard that there's a way to erase his memory. Really? Yeah, so that he doesn't remember being married to you. So I think I'm just going to wait till I figure out. That seems unlikely. That does not really (laughs) jive with what I know about that game, but maybe. I 
I, I I saw it uh, on a Google somewhere. I, so have I have never, a baby. I've never had a baby in that game. I've never seen babies in that game. This is all new it's to me. It's very interesting. Um, so for like the first, so one, alarming. They do have a like love meter like all of the other villagers. Ooh. So like you can disappoint your baby, <laughs> which I don't like. I don't like that. <laughs> so, um, but you do, so you have to like, you know, you have to pick them up every day. Good. Yeah. Uh, and basically right now, so my baby went through like a few weeks of just being like asleep in a crib a hundred percent of the time. And then a few weeks of standing up in a crib and then I could pick it up and then put it down and then it was happy. Okay. And now as of 10 minutes ago, it has started crawling around the house and like, playing with stuff this feels accurate yeah it's it's (laughs) this feels like my experience (laughs) yeah uh it's pretty good actually um uh also i literally as we were setting up this podcast uh got the last ingredient i need to close out the entire community (gasps) center uh so as soon as we oh my finish God. recording this podcast I'm I would have fucked off on this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is garbage. I was so excited about it. Um I, it's been it's been such a fixation. Uh so Stardew Valley is still really um really doing a lot for me. Uh the other thing is that and I think I can actually say this because it's going to it's going to happen after this podcast, but I just got asked to play in a game of Burn Bright, Ooh. Uh, which I haven't played before. Very excited. Yeah. Um, with Gnome and Wally and, um, and a couple of the other people that I haven't played with before. Um, and it's like very sci-fi game. I'm very excited about it. I'm gonna play basically a like a mech suit, like a sentient mech suit. Sure. Which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um and I oh, and I just on stream yesterday played a brand new indie game. Well, it it itself is not brand new, but it is brand new to my awareness. I had never se- seen or heard of it um, called Oxenfree. I don't know. This- I don't know if Francis has recommended that, but I, I really hope so. I really hope yeah. so, too. I hope Francis told me about this months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and you've never but heard of it. Yes, I've never heard of it. <laughs> but it's like it, it took like four hours start to finish. So it's a so it's easily a like single shot game to play um and it's scary oh. I some people told me that it was not really scary that it was only kind of creepy mm-hmm. I got scared multiple times um so yeah actually I was pretty impressed with it too um I'm not gonna be able to play it again for a while because I need to like get the jitters off me but I I hear that it has like a like a a new game plus aspect to it Mm. so like if you continue and start a new game from your old save it adds elements to the game interesting are from your old save so 
I'm excited to to try that. So that's those are I think all the things that nerd culture has done for me lately. Well, that's excellent. Um, I have now had time to think about it and still have not come up with anything good. Great. Are you watching Winter Soldier and Falcon? No, I was going to, but everyone I like has told me that it is not good. I don't uh, I don't think it's good, but I also I don't particularly like those characters and I also yeah. felt like so for me the Captain America movies were just not the tone that I liked. It, it feels very sort of born identity-ish and I just, I'm just not ke- mm-hmm. I'm not connecting with it, but that's also not my yeah. genre. So, I've met on it, but I'm also keeping up with it. Yeah. I I mean, I guess maybe I'll I'll check it out when I don't know, maybe later on. Yeah. But from right now, a lot of people that have have voiced opinions that it's just not good and I'm like, eh. Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of boring. Yeah. I will say though that um Ah, it's a spoiler. Ah, uh, don't do it. It's current. It's too current right. for spoilers. Okay. Yeah, it's like a small spoiler, but it's part of the thing I want to complain about. Requires me to make a small spoiler, so I'll skip it. Okay. Yeah. Um. I being disappointed by media is is a very is a very ongoing topic for me. Yeah. For me lately. What else yeah. are you disappointed by? Um, I decided to rewatch something that I thought was good, like, mm. I don't know, you know, six years ago or te- I don't know. I don't even know what time it is. It might have been 10 years ago. I have yeah. no idea. Um, called Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Oh, you loved Penny Dreadful. I did. It's, it's, it's bad. Yeah. It's like. There's so much bad in it. Basically, I think that the only reason that I liked it is because I liked Brona and her like sex worker redemption uh, arc. Yeah. Or not redemption arc, but like vengeance arc. Yeah. Um, that show yeah. had very promising, very strong elements and then a lot of garbage. And it was yes. hard. It was it was hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, then it, w- it yeah. would catch you a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, and, and you know, it's just uh, circling the drain. And thank God for, like, streamer and indie content. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Getting me through <laughs> this pandemic. Because, mm. yeah, rewatching old stuff is not working. It's true. I watch. I'm just watching bullshit. Yeah. I'm watching just the stupidest shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching a lot of kid media yet? No, no. Not I'm sure yet, I right? will. Um, but Robin has yet to experience animation in any way. So yeah, yeah, it's too soon. Yeah. Um. Well, what else has nerd culture been doing for you lately? I I feel like I am. I don't know where time is going. I feel like I'm mm. not interacting with things the way that I was. I, I don't know where my days are going. Um, I got a vaccine, which nerd culture did for me. Yeah. I Yeah. Yes. That, that <laughs> That's probably follows. the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, I watched 95% of King Kong versus Godzilla. How is it? Is it good? 
Does Alexander <laughs> Skarsgård at least look pretty? You know what? He looks okay for himself. He's looked that prettier. Is, he looks... That makes me upset. I know. They tried to average him as much as they could. They tried to nuke him. Yeah. And he's... I mean, he's still pushing solidly above average, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's always wearing a lot of clothing is part of the problem. Well, this pod, Yeah, that is a big problem. Yeah. Um, podcast is here to neg Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, you know, and I'm a huge Godzilla fan, so it's it's a bummer for me. All are you really? Oh yeah, I have a I have a problem. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, when I was in high school, I used to just all weekend long just watch the old ones. <laughs> really? Yeah, I love them. Wow, I get aggressive about it. Can I tell you what Marty said to me the other day? what about this movie what he said uh, he said why don't you want to watch it it's about two strong ladies and i was like (laughs) 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 because i know that apparently godzilla is supposed to be a a a female i don't think so I don't know. That's that's what I'm I mean being told. in the Matthew Broderick one, right? But uh, right. then I had to be like, "What is Mister Kong's <laughs> title?" <laughs> oh wow! But you know what? That's just such a ridiculous thing to say, no matter but what. I I really liked I really liked the idea of <laughs> of. Of two like beasts fighting, being like a feminist propaganda film, and I, I, I would actually, I would be on board with that. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. <laughs> I tried to look it up, but I'm not seeing if in this current run of Godzilla, if it's supposed to be a girl. But wow, yeah. yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's bad, but it's also boring. Oh, that sucks. What well, the, the only thing that you need out of a monster fight movie is for it to not be boring. Well, like it yeah. doesn't even need to tell a great story. It just needs to be entertaining. I might have been bringing overly critical energy to it um, and not popcorn energy to it. But I just it was like some of the leaps and logic. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is happening? You watch it. Wait. You watch it. And I then will, I, I want you to just constantly have my voice in your head saying, what is happening? <laughs> you know that you <laughs> saying that is always in my head. Yeah. 100% of the time anyway. Yeah. No matter what I'm doing. When there's when something happens that involves an axe, I want you to, to know that it's just that at that point I was just done. <laughs> okay. Understood. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Well, all right. We do we do actually have a topic and I'm very excited about it. Uh and I think I think this one I would definitely love for there to be a man explaining it <laughs> ahead of time. It's going to be a a ride. Uh but yeah, Francis, take it away. In a man's Everything's exposed.
putting one minute on the man watch and go. What are we talking about today, Diana? Kino's journey? Kino's journey? All right, give me a second. Kino's journey, protagonist Kino, accompanied by a talking motorcycle named Hermes, carries a single action revolver called the cannon. Hey, that reminds me, did I tell you about Monster Hunter Rise? Have you played it yet? I keep telling you to play it. It's so good. You have a light bow gun. Well, that's what I'm using anyway. It's a ranged weapon with more mobility than the heavy bow gun, but uh, the ammo types are different. Anyway, you don't have to use that. You can use the dual blades. It's better for a beginner. You should probably use the dual blades. And there's this really satisfying grind loop. You're going out, you're hunting monsters, cutting them up, making weapons, going back out to fight a stronger monster with the new weapons you got. I promise you, it sounds dull, but it's not. You will love it. And the co-op is really solid. I feel like for once, Nintendo had their S word together. Wait, where are you going? Oh, right, right, right. We were talking about that other thing. What we were talking about before Monster Hunter Rise? Ki Kino's Journey. Oh, well, that's your Mansplained Minute. We'll talk about Kino's Journey next time. Okay, so that was whatever that was. Mm. Um... And I am, we, we briefly mentioned this in um, like the second to last episode. Yes, the episode with B. With B. Um, we talked about the fact that there is like one anime that I like. And I and got really I, mad at you in a way that I feel like to listeners makes me seem psychotic. I think that by now, if they've been listening to this podcast, <laughs> they should understand this dynamic. I just need, I, I need to clarify. It's not because you kept a, a, like a secret from me. It's because we sometimes have such a hard time coming up with topics. <laughs> and this seemed like a good one. That's all. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, so this is, this is, uh, Kino no Tabi or Kino's Kino's Journey, um, which as uh, and and I will f like first and foremost say that this is just about the 2003 animated series of Kino no Tabi. I know that there um, is a book that it was based on, a, a, a visual novel that it was based on, but I a haven't read manga? it. manga? I, I, I guess. I just explained this to you. I <laughs> I don't know. The website said visual novels. All right, all right. <laughs> That's what I, I, said. I don't know. <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, that is exactly what that means. But, <laughs> but I, but I just want to preface and say that I don't know uh, anything about the the novel version. I, I only know about the show, and. I have a very limited knowledge about the 2017 remake because it makes me mad. Hmm. I only watched the first episode and it made it made me upset. Um, but so briefly stating, so Kino's journey um, is a and B taught me this term. It is a slice of life. It definitely does fit that genre as a slice of life anime um, about a androgynous girl named Kino who up and leaves her hometown uh, with a sentient motorcycle named Hermes mm -hmm. who is very sarcastic and um, dry 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 witted um, and they do this kind of non-stop tour of the world where they visit different countries um, stay in each country for three days 
and then move on to the next one. Um, and it's got a very sci-fi and I kind of almost want to say, I, I don't know if steampunk is exactly the right word for this, but it is like the style of dress of everyone in this universe is very old fashioned, mm. but the technology is very futuristic mm -hmm. robots, sentient, sentient beings in technology, etc. you know, like that. Um, and it does have like, it has both like an episodic quality to it where each episode is a new country and it, it starts and ends with a, you know, it has a conclusion at the end of each episode and there's no cliffhangers and stuff like that. Um, but there is like a very subtle meta plot about why she left home, mm -hmm. why she's run away and why she's living this life as a traveler. And it gets seeded from the very beginning, which is very, um, I don't know. It's very, uh, it's good is what, is what I want to say is that it's great. Uh, it's very funny. It's very witty. It's it's easy to watch. It's very short. Like mm. there's 13 episodes and they're all 20 minutes long. And that's that's the whole show, yeah. really. Um, but it's made a lasting impact on me. Like I think I, I saw it for the first time. Um, I don't know. I want to say I want to say 2010, 2009, something like that. I in. I feel like the my favorite anime that I've watched or engaged with are typically like really finite runs and do have a slow reveal. It's like you start out meeting a character yeah. and you're not really sure what's up with them and then by the last episode you're like, oh my god, I totally understand their past now and it's over. Yes. I feel like that's a very... I don't know if that's a common thread among some of the better anime I've seen. Yes. And the reveal to her ending. So so she like I I, I actually don't want to do spoilers, uh, even sure. though this is super old because I am hoping people will watch it. Like I, well, I, I want to watch it <laughs> genuinely like I want more people to watch it because this has been a really weird ongoing thing in my life where. I've always had a lot of friends who who are into lots of anime and who have always tried to get me into anime. Um, and it's it's often been unsuccessful. Like I, I you know, there have been a couple that I've liked, but a lot of the times whatever's been recommended to me just isn't, you know, my genre or isn't my thing or whatever. Um, and since like watching this one I've gotten so many more recommendations and I've often recommended it to other people and I've never it's never come up like it's just never come up in any conversations about anime with other people who are recommending things to me oh, or yeah. like trying to like and like it's weird because sometimes I'll actually like bring it up as a reference point like hey do you know of other ones like this to people who watch a ton of it and they'll have nothing for me because mm. they haven't watched it. So I kind of feel like um, it's 
like and it's niche in a way that actually finding a way to watch the it the first one is difficult oh um it's not on Crunchyroll. it's not like it's not on any sort of streaming platform i you know you have to you have to physically buy the dvd or pirate it from a very difficult to find location um hmm. Or I think I finally found it on uh, VRV. Okay. So can I ask if it's so obscure how you came to see it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I just, I don't want you to judge me. Oh. A boy I liked told me about it. I don't. That's not judging or judging know, at all. But you know, okay. Good. I was just uh, worried it was a boy that we don't no. like. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, a boy we don't like. Cool. It was actually a very nice boy, one of the few I've ever met, mm. and um, and he recommended it to me, and it sticks out because I internally was very like. I'm going to hate this because mm. every single time a boy has recommended an anime to me, I have been in pain. Um, but I was like, no, absolutely. Because I was in the Google eyes of course stages yeah. of meeting this person. So I was like, I will watch whatever you put on. Um, and it was like, you know, several hours later meme where I just, I, we binged the entire thing in one sitting and it was my favorite thing in the world. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I have no idea and I have no idea how he, I, I, you know, maybe it's not actually obscure and maybe just the people that I happen to talk to about anime are, but, but it seems very, I think it might it be seems, obscure. It I'm seems just gonna very go on difficult limb, to yeah. find. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never yeah. heard anybody talk about it. Not that I'm the queen of anime. But um, yeah, interesting. Well, if you are a listener who feels like you know quite a bit about anime, then we are particularly open to your opinion of this one and any yeah. recommendations you can make based on it. Yeah. I know that the, the remake, which came out in... He's like 17. Six, 17, six, something like that. Um, has gotten more, I don't know. It, it, it's on Crunchyroll. I know oh, that it's yeah. like, it's it's gotten, you know, it's 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 gotten advertisements I've seen in it, you know, images of it on Tumblr. That's the other thing for my metric of like, like I there's no, you can Google this on like, you can search it on Tumblr and like, you will maybe find like a couple of, hmm. of like stills that you won't like it's very it's very interesting to me because it is like to me she was my first like androgyny feelings hmm. like she is a character whose gender is not discussed for the first several es- issues for the first several episodes and she looks i mean she's flat-chested she wears a button-down shirt she wears a uh, overcoat she has a short haircut with a hat over it mm. there's no real like signifiers that would typically tell you like what you're supposed to perceive this person as I would only say that 
the difference being that in the English dub, she also has sort of a lowish voice. Mm. And I believe it's been a while since I heard the original um, uh, subtitled, but I believe that in the original, her voice is a little bit higher pitched. But but pretty much there aren't a lot of uh, like overt signifiers mm. of what her gender is. And it's only till I think maybe four episodes in that anyone refers to her in, in gender terms at all. So it's kind of like I watching it remember reading her as male mm-hmm. and then hearing female and having some neurons go off. Yeah. Like in a in a in a tingly I like whatever I just felt. Yeah. <laughs> kind of way. Um, so there's, I, I, I just feel like there are probably a lot of people who would really relate to this show who may not have seen it. Yeah. Uh, or like relate to the aesthetic of the show. Um, plus the, the, the anachronism aesthetic is just, it's very, it's very cool. Um, and, uh, I think there's a lot, there's a lot there. Um, I, I'm looking at just like Google images from it. Um, and I'm assuming it's the correct one because you said that the remake was a little more feminine. Just it's so a little bit, the remake, uh, she's it's, it's, hmm. let me just pull up the, the remake images. So her her outfit stays the same, but she has like she and she's still flat chested, which I think is is, you know, is good. But she's very like they've made her like really slender mm. to the point where she has like 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 stick legs and like her face shape is very um, like slendered um, it to me. To me, it felt very different, and I don't, I don't know if I'm being too judgmental. There was also a lot of like promo art for it where she was very hippie, hmm. like and like had like these like kind of sexy poses with her guns, uh, and like it, it just, I don't know, it felt like it was going to be different. So I may ha- have approached the remake with more judgment than it deserved Mm -hmm. but i i I, i'm still i i'm still hesitant (laughs) about it yeah well i think that that's fair especially if as you described a lot of what resonated with you was the perception of this person's identity like yeah altering that it makes sense to be kind of disappointed or to feel a little disenfranchised by it or yeah yeah um there is there's just this interesting scene in i think it's like the third episode it's the first time that you have any indication of who she is um and 
up until so in my brain I had up until then been reading this character as as male and in this third episode like a person just like gives her a ring mm. as like a gift uh and she goes through this like do I want this and her sentient motorcycle is like is that really for you you don't I don't think that that's something you'd like yeah uh like kind of like that's weird that you would like that and then she kind of like well actually I do like it and like makes that decision and it's very like I don't know it's like and the over in the overall story of her character just this this kind of rejection against not even rejection against but like stray from whatever you might call like a traditional femininity Mm -hmm. but still like wanting to be able to enjoy and relate to feminine things on occasion yeah yeah like like there's just so many poignant little moments that don't even have to do with the rest of the story but they're just there sprinkled around and I think it's very good um and I think one of the other things that I really like about this is that she is not she's very cool mm-hmm. she knows how to fire a gun she's very clever she's very witty but she's not like a savior mm. she does not come to all these worlds and fix all their problems make them all go away save a bunch of people in each town she learns about all their problems hears them learn like learns about them and kind of just absorbs whatever she's trying to absorb from that and like moves on like she occasionally tries to do like a a good thing or two but she is not making the problems of these whole countries go away Mm. which is what I initially thought might be happening like oh she's gonna go to all these places find out what's wrong with them and fix them but it is just um a slice of life in that she's just learning them. Uh, I I heard that the author, uh, I, I forget if it's the author of the book or the showrunner, but somebody described it as like radical beauty hmm. in that like there's beauty in everything, even if it's something you might consider broken. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I really like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing that's cool about it, uh, that I don't know if you know, but there's a video game. What? Yeah. I did not know that. (laughs) No, I did not know that. When did that happen? Uh, 2003. Wow. So right uh when the the show aired yeah the, the, show. the ver- i i'm hoping there's a translated version of it that would be pretty cool well heck if there's uh uh subtitles i'll do oh yeah it. yeah that that also oh my would god work. oh my god yeah it's for ps2 so maybe it's streamable um oh steamable yeah well that's something that I have to consider um there's something that I can't tell because I 
in most like media that I watch, I tend to prefer the original language with subtitles. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell if it's because of the nostalgia factor that the first one I watched was the dubbed version, that this is like an exception for me that I like that better. Yeah. Um, or if it's because I like her voice. Sure. In it. I think it's very like, it has an androgynous quality to it. Also, Hermes, the, 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 the Hermes, the, uh, motorcycle Mm -hmm. has a great voice and is, I don't know, just has great comedic timing. Yeah. For a motorcycle. You know, you don't see it. (laughs) Most fucking motorcycles. motorcycles. Most motorcycles. It's like dad jokes all the way down. (laughs) But this motorcycle, very witty. Well, I love that. Um, I would I would say that with anime, I always prefer the first version that I experience. That you see. Whether it's subbed or yeah. dubbed. Yeah. Because I think yeah, that that's once probably you connect it. with a certain, I think, vocal style, it's it's hard for me to unmarry that from the idea I have of that character. Yeah. Like I think it's sort of like when you read a, a, a book and you have a very distinct image in your head and then they make a version of that book and the characters don't look yeah. anything like that. And it's kind of like alienating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it really is just the nostalgia factor that that draws me to that. But I do really like the voice acting in it. It's very. It, it's a very neat choice. A lot of. of one, a, a lot of vocal fry, which hmm. you know that I love. Um, you love that and, unironically. Yeah. Oh. Well, I feel connected to it. It's just, you know. it's Yeah, I have a lot of uh, pretty strong internalized misogyny about vocal fry. I know. I don't I like know. it. We've talked about that. I, I, know. I have a really big issue with it. <laughs> I know. Including and yet, my own. Here we are. Yes. This podcast. <laughs> This podcast has been a real reality check for me. <laughs> Recording the vocal fry hour yes. once a week. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. So uh, don't worry. I have a link for you to watch it because I'm going to I so want you. To I'm watch obviously going to so, watch it. Um, it's it's so digestible. Um, and. Gosh, I feel like I have so much else to say, but I don't know what what to say. Um, But yeah, I just feel like, one, it's ridiculous that I haven't cosplayed this character yet. I think that the only thing discouraging me is that I feel like I, no one would know (laughs) it was cosplay. Right. Which, as we talked about, is the worst. It is. It is the worst. But I did, so I bought, like, her, her like, fur cap and, and goggles Ooh. a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and in, 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 a, in the basic attempt to sort of make my way there. Um, but I do, I do need a, a well-fit suit. Oh, my God. What a fucking dream. I know. She she wears a well-fit suit. It's good. I want a well-fit suit like more than anything. We got to get you one. Like a really gay one. Yeah. 
So you know how we had like multiple weddings for you and Francis? Yeah. Like, like like three or four. Yeah. I think that we should just never be done. Oh, okay. With having them. And so the next one. Ooh, the next one I can be in a suit. You could wear the fitted suit. Oh, I would love that. I'm now I'm mad at myself that I haven't done that. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why we're in the, the stage of perpetual. <laughs> yes, of perpetual weddings. Oh, and then Robin can come to the next one. Oh, sometimes I have really weird disjointed thoughts where I'll see our wedding pictures and I'm like, oh, I wish Robin had been there. But it, that doesn't <laughs> make sense. Yeah, no, but it's I just like, oh, you missed it. Like, well, that's not time is linear. So that's not really how that works. Yeah, you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get that. So, okay, so I know we're we're not doing spoilers, which I do appreciate because I'm looking forward to watching it. But yeah, I'm gonna try to stay a spoiler. I think I think you've done a good job. Um, so my question is, in terms of journeying from country to country, in what ways do the countries differ from each other? Is it like a jarringly aesthetic difference? Does it feel really different, or does it feel kind of consistent? It's extremely fantastical. Okay, cool. Like, they're extremely different to the point where, like, uh, she... And there's no, there's no like, uh, discussion of how far she's traveling between each country. Um, but, like, in one, like, literally, like, the ground shifts and changes mm. as, as you move through it. So it's, like, geographically changing as you're there. Oh, cool. Um, and, like... The, the civilizations are different. Like one is like a completely robot operated city. Um, so there's just there, people aren't doing anything. Everything is done by robots. But you go to the next city and it's like kind of, a, you know, technology less. Yeah. Te- a city where I there is, yeah. um, you know, like trials by combat. So there's like. It's extremely vastly different. Yeah, um, that's from, what I was hoping. from country to country <laughs> that it would like vas- yeah. vacillate wildly, you know, between the different cultural experiences. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to be doomsday cult one. Ooh. It's there's so there there's so each one is so interesting and so good, and it is I don't know. It's just a sh- I, I guess it's just a showcase of empathy to to like all of these you know people going through different things which is is something that resonates with me what nothing it was just (laughs) the unintentional silence that followed that made what you said seem very heavy (laughs) which is not a bad thing (laughs) it's just like and then we'll just end the podcast right there (laughs) well cool i I just i'm trying so hard not to lead you into spoilers this I want all right. So I think that Hermes the motorcycle, which they they call him a motorad. I don't know if that's just a, a like a translation uh, difference, and that's just what the word for motorcycle is. Um, but him being sentient is very normal. There uh, are like he talks to other people other than the main character, which okay. is interesting. Yeah. 
That's an important thing to establish, I feel like. Yeah. There's like, like, it's an interesting thing because like, you know, when the show starts and they talk, you're kind of wondering like if she's just on the road and just talking to this, imagining these conversations with her bike because she's lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, uh, and also, um, I think that, I think that it's very cool that she, like, I don't know, that she has, like, names for her guns. She's just, like, a very, like, she's a very, like, I, I don't know, cool character aesthetically. Um, Kelly Cousins is the voice actor for her. And let's see if sh- she does anything that I recognize. Nope, nothing uh, that I recognize. Uh, I was kind of, I don't know. Sometimes now I think I've been lulled into a false sense of understanding the world of voice acting. Yeah. Where I'm Critical like, role can do that, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Where like I feel like so often now I like look at like oh who voiced that character in that video game in that cartoon and it's someone I recognize mm. and I kind of half expected to look up this person and be like oh she was also yeah uh you know so it's so, but yeah no nothing I recognize um but yeah so there's a lot there's a lot that I love about it it has a lot of <sighs> nostalgia factor for me it has a lot of um like even just rewatching it, mm-hmm. uh, which has been a while, um, it it felt very warm to to like to see it again, yeah, um, and to see those characters again, and to you know, th- there's something inherently great about a wise cracking motorcycle. <laughs> um, it's very good. I am very excited to watch it. I think you're going to like yeah. it. I think you're going to. I'm sure I will. I like yeah. most anime that I've seen. I don't seek it out. But if it's recommended to me, then I usually watch it and I usually like it. Um, are you excited to either watch the new one or read the comic? I feel. Ugh, I feel like. I feel like I should read the original comic because I liked the original show so much that I feel like I'm going to enjoy what it was based on because I don't know. The remake seems to be like it went away from that. And so I'm assuming that going closer to the source material is going to get me the story that I am looking for. Yeah. No, I think you're. So I kind of I kind of feel like that's what I want to do. And that's perfect because you have that manga reading homework also. I do. And it is, I I think it's very interesting that the, I don't know if maybe this is my perception of things, but like the, the original book came out in 2000 and Mm. the show came out in 2003, which feels like a very short turnaround time to make a show out of something. I have no idea what a normal turnaround time is for that. Sailor Moon was weird because they both came out like at the same time. What? It was like this big push for this, like, this is going to be amazing. Everyone's going to love this. Like, push them both, push them both. Oh. There's a very small difference in time. But I don't think that's normal. 
I might that maybe that's maybe that's just a, a an Americanized thing where like the book comes out and then you know popularity is gauged yeah before a decision is made about to make it into media mm-hmm. um but yeah I I was looking that it, it the book came out in 2000 and then the show came out in 2003 that feels it feels like it's very fast um and uh which I don't know to me I'm I'm maybe overthinking it but thinking that it's probably very close to the source material that it's like a a a true adaptation yeah I mean I am basing that on nothing but what you've told me about the adaptation feels it doesn't feel commercialized right the themes that you've kind of touched on and stuff like that I would imagine it's pretty close yeah it it sounds really artistic and yeah it is. It's very. It's very artistic. It feels very radical. Um, in that way, it does not seem to have like a moral, like hmm. like push that it's sure. telling you. You know, um, like like so, Kino does defend herself on occasion, but she doesn't enforce her like morality on any mm-hmm. of the groups she encounters uh which you know to me can can actually be something that like feels kind of jarring like that you're not you're not you know um trying to you know better everything around mm-hmm. you or whatever but but in this story it's it feels very intentional to be like no, we were just here to observe and we're just going to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I I, really, I think that that's kind of a radical thing and kind of a a bold and artistic story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it a lot. And I don't know. That's it. I, I, I just, I don't know. I just really think it's neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I am happy to take your word for it that it's neat, and then I will also join you in the neatness train. Okay. I'm sad that there doesn't seem to be a second humanoid character. So, no. Re- recurring-wise, no. Yeah. Um, there are some backstory characters that you get to meet in mm-hmm. flashbacks, and you obviously get to meet the people that she meets in these different countries. Um that seems to be something that changes in the remake from just like the cover mm. art. It looks like there are multiple, like there's a, there's a, um, supporting cast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I could be misinterpreting that, but, but that's what it seems like. Um, but yeah, in the first one, it's just her and her motorcycle. So there's nothing that I could, I couldn't assign a character. To there's myself. no, yeah, there's no shipping. Uh, yeah. Quality. There's no shipping. There's no, there's no FMKing. No. <laughs> How dare you? Mine would be I fuck marry the motorcycle. You kill Kino? Well, just to take over and assume her life. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Which, for anybody who listening who does know the show, I th- I think that I'm right about that. Can I tell you that I was gonna say? What I wanted to say was, oh, so you're talented Mr. Ripleying. But I almost said, you're what's eating Gilbert graping. 
what the fuck does that mean? Well, if you don't know, then don't worry about it. But it was definitely an incorrect way to represent what you just said. Yeah, but I mean, but like, I mean, I know the movie What's Eating Gilbert Gray. Right. But do you know, you know, Talented Mr. Ripley? Yes. Okay. So that makes sense. That like you're is, you're, oh, you're, that you're assuming sense, yeah. the identity of this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That is not what What's Eating Gilbert Graping would be. No. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought maybe I had missed a key element. Nope. Of, I just, of... my brain just swapped the titles of those films. Could not, could not be more. Could different. not be more different from each other. I like yes. that though. <laughs> uh, so Avalon, what? Um, besides watching this show, what are you going to do after this? Oh my god. Um, well, for once, I am not going to empty my bladder. Um, <laughs> because I don't have to, not Proud. because I refuse to. And of you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably going to just clean. That's yeah. I I mean, or go to bed, take a bath. Well, oh my god, I have to. My tub is not in a state to take a bath in. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm in this place now where I can't take baths anymore because I need to clean my tub and I don't want to. Oh God, cleaning the tub is a it's it's yeah it is a chore. It's the worst. Um, it's a bad chore. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do any heavy cleaning. I just uh, I like Francis Knight have really made a, a point to make sure we reset the house every night because the next day can be so much worse it's depending chaos. on that yeah yeah um no that's very smart especially because I, like I have to get up pretty early usually with robin and it's just like really nice to not come downstairs and have any issues so yeah to like add to your your yeah it just stress. it changes yeah. the energy in a big way um so yeah i'm just gonna reset the house and go to sleep I like that. I don't I, I don't have that so much during the week, although I should. But mine is is big for the end of the week. Yeah. I cannot start my weekend with disarray like it. It, it feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it feels bad. Start the weekend. Yeah. 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 Um, um, what about you? I am going to uh, finish the community center <gasps> in my. That's circle. right. Are you going to summon your grandpa? I am after I do that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, you should stream that. Those. I know it's very difficult for me to wait though. Uh, Can you I, make a save, and then now I guess Stardew doesn't work that way. It's not like you can make a save and play it and then go can. back to your save. Yeah. Uh, what I probably will do is I'm just going to finish the community center and, and then I won't summon my grandpa. Yeah. Until after. Um, I have just next to me, so I'm going to hold it up a little, um, glasses cleaning cloth that's Stardew. (gasps) That's so cute. We have a bunch of Stardew stuff. There's, I want to try, I think after this, because I know that the community center is like the big the big thing um until you start doing like the desert stuff and like all of all of that but like i i kind of want to start playing with mods after this yeah that's all that's a world that i do not know anything about i saw one on a stream the other day where you make like the chickens cuter and like the pigs fatter and i i want fatter pigs oh yeah I also want fatter pigs. What I, I don't yeah. know what cuter chickens would look like. 
They just look, they look less pixely and more cartoony. Mm. They look like little, little, little fluffers. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. That's, I think that's my next adventure. What other, (laughs) are there any other mods you're excited about? So most of the ones that have been recommended to me by chatters in the stream are ones that make the game harder, which. Oh, why? Not. I don't know why you would recommend that. (laughs) Uh, So not those, but. There are lots of them that make the game cuter. And that's basically what I'm going to do is lots of there's ones that like transform all the houses into fairy houses. Uh, So I want to do that. Um, Yeah, I love that. Okay. Yeah, it's. I didn't mean to say okay in a way that interrupted you quite as abruptly as that seemed to. No, it's fine. Do you have anything (laughs) to plug? Do I have anything to plug? Um. I don't think so, but, uh, but I guess come and, uh, check out my stream. My stream is changing. Uh, I'm going to be moving, I think my Wednesday night stream to Thursday nights. That's all I have for you right now. Um, and also in the month of April, if you want dice, Mm -hmm. you can get 10% off your dice at dieharddice.com by putting in the code super april at checkout um which i don't know it makes me feel it feels very ninja turtley to me super, <laughs> super april yeah i would agree yeah um because so that's it what do you have to pitch i got nothing going on i feel like february so much going on march nothing april nothing yeah i need to I, figure that out i guess I know. Same. Yeah. Same. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Patreon. A big thank you to everybody who's supported us on Patreon. Um, it's been really crucial and a really big deal, and we really appreciate it from everyone. Um, but we want to say a special shout out to Nuance, Daniel, Celeste, and of course, John Mystery. Uh John Mystery, I think we're it's, watching. It. I think it's G Ann. It's it's I think it's Jorn 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 Mystery. Jorn for sure. Yes. Jorn Mystery. Jorn. Jorn? Yeah. Yeen, I think it is. Yeah. I think the J is silent and the yeah, Yeen mystery. Maybe the N is silent, so it's yeah. 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 yeah mystery. mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. All right, Avalon, have a good night. Good night. Bye. You can find all of our Femsplained content either on patreon.com slash Femsplained. Twitter, you can find us at Femsplainedcast. Instagram, you can find us at Femsplained Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplained to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore cat attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye. Bye.